Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. Hey, what's up, brother? I just absolutely love doing this stuff with you. I know. You know, it's fun. I, I listen to well, other- I wouldn't call it fun, but- No, I would. Not, you, you know, know? What? Every time I leave the house, my uh, wonderful wife, Jen, she goes, hey, have fun. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't fun. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, and it's funny because every time she says that, like, I, I'm like, that's not fun. What I'm doing is not fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't do anything in my life that's fun. Because really? because I never say, oh, okay, that sounds great. I'm going to have fun. Okay, but does do things turn out to be fun? No. Okay. It turns out to be very rewarding. Most of the things in okay. my life are rewarding. Maybe I don't know what the definition of fun means. It's just mm-hmm. like happiness. What the hell's that? You know. Mm-hmm. Right. I know what peace means, though. Mm-hmm. I know what sobriety means. I know what peace. So there's some words I'm still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Or am I weird? How about how about the word uh, confused? Oh, I know what confused is. Okay, All I right. live in confusion. All right. No, I like that Land because you've always said you don't under. You, happy is a relative term. I mean, it, what is? I mean, that? what does what happy is mean? Yeah. Right. Right. Speaking of which, <clears throat> um, you know our theme song forty. Thank yeah. you, you two. Um, we still haven't made a dime of this podcast, and and our, our business plan. <laughs> I think our this is our first plan calls for. Actually, we're right losing. on track with our business <laughs> That's plan. That's right. We we have never. In fact, we only have a business plan, but. Um, Thank you, you two, for letting us use your song "40." Right, right. Very meaningful for us. Um, you know, we were pulled out of the miry clay, uh, mm-hmm. and and we found a new rock, and we sing a new song. Anyhow, I'm going to the U2 concert. Way in you... December at the Sphere in Vegas. Maybe we should sponsor the tour. I never thought so of that. Coffee sp- sponsoring <laughs> U2. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, you two. We'll sponsor your right. your, your tour. So well, so anyhow. You know, I, I'm sitting here hoping that they sing 40. Oh, yeah. Well, now, don't they? Pretty, isn't it pretty, a staple? No, okay. pretty much. It's their like, closing okay. anthem. Right. But I'm just telling you, can you imagine what kind of... I mean, I will be in tears. Right, right. I will be in tears. I mean, it will be such a spiritual just moment for me. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, oh, totally, totally. And that new spheres, I, I hear is amazing. So yeah. I, I just, I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I think we just I love uh, our theme song. We just dropped a blog about our song, singing a new song. Oh my god, so that's that's my that theme out. to life. Yeah, I'm singing right. a new song. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no longer highway to hell. Although that's a great song. Yeah, <laughs> ACDC. <laughs> I love it. All right, so what do you want to chat about today? So we recently did. You know, just I just love how this world works um, in sobriety. And, and maybe because I'm, I'm sober and aware, mm-hmm. right? Um, and maybe being drunk all the time, a lot of cool stuff happened and I just wasn't aware. I wasn't plugged in. I didn't have any connections to anybody or anything except for the bottle. Um, but we recently did, <clears throat> in fact, full transparency, you know, we're, we, we record a bunch of these at a time, five at a time, and then we, but we recently did one, so we'll have to do these back to back. Yeah, yeah. Well, from I mean, from an have, administrative right, housekeeping exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah, right? we got we. Got, so you'll be. This will be the episode that you heard last week, right? That you're referring to. Correct. Now, just for time frame, right? 
this is actually one week apart, right? So the stories that we're telling. Right. So so last week we did an episode uh, called anti surrender, right? Right or boiling the frog, right? Right, and and. And I was sharing the story of a of a gentleman that I have the privilege of sponsoring, um, and and his refusal and anti surrender and what that looked like, mm-hmm. right? And the pain, and the suffering, and the refusal, and the ego saying his way and and always, you know, his way was always best. And I'm like, look at your results, right? And mm-hmm. and so we did a whole episode about that. So if you, if you're listening to this episode, you got to go back and listen to that one first. Mm-hmm. So in real time, kind of like behind the scenes production-wise, we are one week away. So what we're going to share now happened in the last week. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, and, to, the same, to the same guy, to your same sponsor. Same guy. We're continuing the story one week later. So okay. everything we talked about happens in one week, and just from a recording standpoint, right. we're going to drop them back to back. So right? what changed last week? Great segue there, Mr. Mike. So, <coughs> apologize, I'm sick. But um, so, so here's what happened. Um, knew he was struggling. Um, lost his rental house. Um, this is the part of the boiling the frog story, right? Go into extended stay. You know, lost his job, not working. You know, drinking, drugging. Family not talking <coughs> to him. Family cut him off, right? right? Cut him off because right, they sure. were. He's a he has a PhD in manipulation. Um, and, um, so they, they finally cut him off and I'm like, you know what he will. And, and they asked me and, and I said, Hey, he will suck you dry, mm-hmm. you know, and he will manipulate and he will absolutely suck you dry and he will not change. I said, you are investing in his highway to hell. You're not investing in a sober path. Mm-hmm. I said, investing in a sober path is different <clears throat> than just giving him more money to buy more booze, more drugs, because that's an endless hole. Right. That that hole goes down to death. So they cut him off. So they cut him off. So you know, of course, he's making he calls him feel, you. making him feel bad, right? So he calls me, and 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 I know he's going through hell. Um, and and hey, as a sponsor, uh, we carry the message, not the alcoholic, right? So I mean, hey, as I share this, if you got some points, you know, to coaching points, you know, shoot him out, but. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I was dinging them with a couple good things, mm-hmm. right? A couple good message points, right? A couple things I saw on social media, a couple things that came out of my brain, a couple things that came out of the program, maybe five, right? Mm-hmm. So he calls up, <clears throat> he says, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is since last week we did that episode on anti-surrender. He said, I can't do this anymore. That sounds like surrender to me. And are, and are moving toward it, and I've heard that before from him. So okay. I've worked with him for four years. So, so it was know. a diluted statement. And you, it could have been. Know, yes. been. No, no. I like how you put that. Um, in the moment, I'm like, okay, boy, cry wolf, right? Right. And and I'm like, okay, and and he goes, what should I do? And I said, do the thing I told you to do the last twelve times I've told you. Call Matt, call Stevie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I don't have the connections to get him in places, but I, I know connections that do, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and Matt's part of an IOP program with Care Addiction in Geneva. He's an expert and Stevie G, executive director of Arcosa, which is a sober living facility in Chicago. I'm like, those guys are ex- frontline experts. Right. They are 
interventionalist pain point, get your help, get your next step now, right? But I literally told him that 12 times in the last two months, mm -hmm. right? And then I teed up Matt. I teed up Stevie. Hey, you know, so-and-so Someone might, might call you. Might be calling. And, and Don't wait by the phone. What a false alarm, right? Because yeah. for a month. But, but then, you know, um, he comes back. He said, I called him. Okay. And so what's the first thing I do? I called Matt and called Stevie. Did he? Did so-and-so call you? Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, hey, he's... Yeah, he's a you know, manipulator. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's I a manipulator. He is. You know, right. I mean, when, when we're in full-blown, man, we are absolutely... When, when I was full-blown, when my lips were moving, I was lying. Mm -hmm. Right? So, so I checked in. They're like... <clears throat> both of them said no. So I'm like, oh, here we go again. Right? And then the next night, he's like, hey, man, I really need help. What do I do? And I'm like, call Matt, call Stevie. <laughs> He goes, okay. So he comes back. He goes, I called him. So I checked again. And <clears throat> the one guy says, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a family crisis. The other one said, uh, uh, you know, I'm not available till the morning or whatever, right? So he did call. Okay. So the next day, we got the conversations rolling. We got blah, blah, you know. Next thing you know, and, and, and that night, he was wandering around basically homeless, Um so he's gotten kicked out of the... Yeah, he's kicked out of his... Uh, flea bag. Extended stay flea bag. Right. And he's kind of just wandering around, walking around. Wow. And, and so, long story short, we got him into a hospital for detox. Okay. Right now... Which is safe. Right. Right. You now, need... when I used to go to detox, it was a five-day vacation. Right. You know, they pulled out of van, and I got all the the menus of stuff to order to eat, and Netflix, mm -hmm. on, you know... On the 38-inch TV. Stuff's and, not free, you know. Right. Well, thank God for insurance, right? Yeah, but right. but so so anyhow, he um, he landed up in detox. <clears throat> and then finally, um, and, and he was really, I, I'm starting to see a part of him. And, and, and this guy is, is, I've seen him in snippets of sobriety, meaning 90 days or so. This guy at the core is a very loving, wonderful, sharp, contributing individual. Yeah. When he's drinking, I mean, he's an absolute yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. You know, and in fact, his, my favorite line that he says is, uh, he goes, Glenn, eat a dick. No, oh, nice. And I'm like, thanks, man. Um, <clears throat> when he's all beefed up. So anyhow, he's in this detox, right? And I'm like, hey, surrender. Let's let's get a plan. I'm like, hey, you got social workers there that'll get you in rehab. You need to get in rehab because the sober living place will not take him. Yeah, that's right. You know, until he's got ten detox. or two, right. you know, ten or twelve, fourteen days, you know, of good sobriety, and you're back stable, and then and then they'll take you and get to work, right? So <clears throat> he finds his place. He gets a social worker. He finds a place, and and and. He's his mental head trash is like insane because I can see clearly he can't right. He said, "Glenn, I can't go to rehab because I have bills." 
And I said, I get it, man. I said, I get it. I said, trust me. Did you the, have bills when you went in? Yes. Rehab? I had bills. And, and so that's how I'm helping him. I'm, yeah. I'm sharing. First I'm of like, all. Dude, I was there. <clears throat> I, I know first, what you mean. When I look at him, I'm looking at me. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing the same I guy. Know, I'm seeing right? the same excuse machine that was my That was my big thing. I can't go 30 days without income. Are you kidding me? He sits there. He says, look, I got bills. I'm like, okay. I'm hearing about these bills. Let's break it down. <clears throat> what do you got? He goes, well, Coles is calling me 10 times a day. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, how much do you owe Coles? $45. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm this like, this is a true story. I'm like, this is fact. Oh my God. And goodness. I'm like, I'm like, you are putting $45 bill to Coles ahead of saving your life. Yeah, right. Because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not making this crap up, yeah. man. I mean, wow. he is on the edge of death. <clears throat> and he says, well, I got my, my car payment. I got two other bills. I got my, my state farm. I'm like, look, here's my experience. So first of all, when I was, you know, September 4, 2014, my FICO score was 480. Mm -hmm. uh, today is 812. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that took eight years of work mm -hmm. <clears throat> of doing the right thing. Um, I'm like, look, there's nothing. I said, first of all, in the last six months, have you paid your Coles bill? No. Have you paid those other bills? No. I'm behind. I'm like four months behind on everything. And I'm like, so why are you all of a sudden Gonna wor be a worried about your bills? Right. You haven't worried about it in the last four months when, when, when you're, right. right? Your family's paying your extended stay. Your family's buying your booze. I mean, come, come on, on man. Right? You did dick. <clears throat> so... I know I told him that. I said, do not tell them to eat a dick. And so he says, well, my phone's getting shut off tomorrow. I said, all right, look. <clears throat> I said, I will pay your cell phone bill so it stays on. He said, my family won't pay it anymore. I said, I will pay your cell phone bill. I said, send me all the information. Send me your account number. Send me the details. Send me the carrier. Send me this, that. I said, I will pay so it doesn't get shut off. He goes, okay. So he sends me the stuff, and, and man, if you're trying to pay something for somebody else, it's just oh, hard. It's tough. Right? I know, right? Like, it's a jungle I'm like, I got, a, I got a good <clears throat> card number here. I got a good bank routing number for you. Take my money. I don't right. care who so, I am. So I say to him, I, you know, I said, look. I said, I'm, uh, you know, he just said, hey, have you paid it yet? I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm trying. And um, again, I know what he's thinking because I've been there. He says, oh, I'll tell you what. He goes, just sell me the money, and I'll pay because I got it all set up on on auto pay here on my phone. I'll just send the money to them. I said, dude. I said I'm going to be very transparent with you right now. I said there will never be a time for until you are one year sober, there will never be a time I sell you cash that I put a dollar in your hand. Yep. I said I just won't. I said. There is zero chance of that happening. I said, you'll take that money and you will buy booze. You will buy coke. You will find a way to get out of the hospital and use. I said, today you have no money. You have no capacity. Now, he could talk his way into anything. But sure. still, I said, you know. It, it ain't going to happen from you. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Right. I said, I will figure this out. We will we will figure this out. So, anyway, I got a cell phone pay. <clears throat> so, now I'm, I'm these couple bills, I said, hey, I will talk to them, Right. Because he's hiding, right? I said, at least we'll give him a... I said, 
dude, there's nothing that we won't work through here. Mm-hmm. I said, if they take your car, it doesn't matter. No. Right? It doesn't matter. We're going to work through that. You're going to sober living. You don't have a job. You don't have income. You have nothing. You are starting out with nothing. Yeah. Not to mention that the drink and the drug is going to take his life. He's going to have one high, one high too Sounds many. Sounds like step one, right? One high too many. Sounds like step one. Yeah. You know, he doesn't think his life is unmanageable to that level. Mm-hmm. But so, so anyhow, we, we, we got through that. And he says, okay. <clears throat> I said, look, man, you're starting at ground zero. I said, we will build back up over time. time. And I said, I want to set the stage. I said, you know, rehab maybe two, three, four weeks. Sober living. I said, I'm going to shock you right now, and I'm going to set the stage. In your mind, you need to start planning that you're going to be there for a year. Period. I'm like, 90 days is the minimum, six months. Hey, that's not bad. You're going to be there for a year. So uh, that's the average length of stay. So I'm telling you, you're going to be there for a year. I said, when you come out of that year, I said, your life, you will not be able to recognize it. Mm-hmm. I said, but don't start thinking you're going to be out. Okay, okay, yeah, I got and it. And you work while you're in sober living. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can be gainfully you're, you're employed. You, right. you see, you start seeing your kids again. I mean, he has shit on his kids. And you start sure. seeing your kids. You start, you, know, you start working steps. You start getting oh, better. True. You start thinking right. better. You start using tools. Start learning tools. You start having confidence in your sobriety. You, you, know, you start building a new community, new friends, and new relationships, and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's fantastic. Okay, so we said, okay, I got it. I got it. Thank you. I got it. I'm like, look, man, <clears throat> we're going to break this down. This is a novel idea. Nobody's ever heard it before. We're going to break this down one day at a time. You ought to coin that. Oh, my God, I should. Yeah. One day at a time. Yeah. I'm like, nothing else in this world matters except for today. I said, here are your four functions today. This is when he's in the hospital. I'm like, one, get into a rehab. Work with that social worker, get into a rehab. Get signed up for a rehab. I said, number two, pick some good food off that menu. Number three, pick some good shows to watch on that TV. Be nice to people. And number four, flirt with the nurses. He says, I can do that. I'm like, that's all you got to do today. Nothing else in this world matters. Focus on those things today. Mm -hmm. So guess what? He did it. Hmm. Next day, so we're lining up rehab. Now he's got a rehab lined up. Got a rehab lined up, going in for whatever, 30 days, whatever. And, and then he's, he's got the Arcosa plan lined up, right? So now he's got his path lined up. I said, he goes, what am I going to do for money? I'm like, you don't need money. There's nothing in this world today you need money for. Right. Everything's paid for. Yeah. Just enjoy. And uh, <clears throat> so he calls me later that day. He goes, he's glad I got this great idea, man. Hey, you know, this, this woman, you know, I had some resumes out on Indeed. This great job called me. Man, what a great opportunity. And uh, he, he goes, you know, here's my thought. Um, instead of going to rehab and instead uh, of going to sober go. living, he said, I can just do like a really good quality IOP program and work on the day and go to IOP. And I said, are you out of your fucking mind? Mm-hmm. I said, absolutely not. And I'm like, I deflated a balloon. And he's like, I knew you'd say that. 
And I'm like, I'm like, dude. I said, you have a path yeah. for six sober success lined up. Life, a path and, for and life. And you're eight hours into it, you're fucking it up. Yeah. Stop. Here's what we're doing today. We're getting in that sober program, watching TV, eating good food, getting good sleep, flirting with the nurses. And then yesterday. So there's a there is a a the longest five miles is from the hospital to rehab. You realize that, right? To get out of the hospital and into that rehab, there are a million bars, a million liquor stores, a million drug dealers. There is a lot of distraction. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I, I was working. I had meetings. I couldn't pull away and drive him. I was going to line up an Uber driver. Anyhow, we, we got the rehab place to go to the hospital and pick him up. Did it work? Yes. Good. Excellent. So, as of last night, <clears throat> um, I talked to him in rehab. He called me from the rehab phone, and I talked to his counselor, Maurice. Now, he reminds me exactly like I was in September 2014 with my... Um, when I went into my four-month program, my counselor said, you're trying to control everything, right? I was trying to be the choreographer of my, my ex-girlfriend was going to bring my, my stuff to rehab, and I was going to do this, and I was trying to organize everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, just let it go, man. So now we're going in, you know, a couple of my other sponsees, we're going in for some service work Sunday to clean out his hotel room, which is like, the last time I did that, it was a hazmat experience. I mean, it was absolute bullshit. It was the filthiest, ugliest, dirtiest, just cruddiest stuff I've ever seen. Um, so we're doing that Sunday. I'm taking him some boxes to rehab because he has no clothes in rehab. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, I borrowed a t-shirt from the lost and found, which is great. That's humility, right? right? I mean, that stuff's good. So, so... Here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing the word surrender in there. So, I mean, I think this coffee was about anti-surrender uh, and and the, the results of his anti-surrender. But, I mean, his life hasn't changed. Things haven't, but they're getting better. They're not better, but, but he's taking the next steps. You've kept it very simple for him. And One he day has surrendered time. to your four things. <clears throat> yep. And if he continues doing that, he's got a shot. I said, look, I said, today in rehab, all you got to do is be pleasant to people, do everything they tell you to do, do it enthusiastically, mm-hmm. and just sit there and say, hey, man, I am step one, day one in the solution. Yep, I- so, you know, that was the, our last week was anti-surrender. Mm-hmm. This could almost be called anatomy of a surrender. You know, what a surrender looks like. It's really doing, <clears throat> it's it's listening to the help right it's doing what the help suggests i mean i'm just so excited for this guy um because he has such a great future ahead if he just stays on this path i know the guy he's a he's a rock i mean rock star uh, i mean he's got such love for his kids oh my gosh he he just needs i just got the chills man Mm. he doesn't realize the million dollar price that he's sitting on today right just doesn't realize it Mm mm-hmm so goes back right, to man, surrender, hey, man. Maybe we, um, you know, continue the series. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we we didn't know when we met last week that that was part one. Man, four years I've been doing this. Yeah. With him. Right. And and the last week 
Yeah. Since we did it last, yeah. I mean, who knows how things work, right? Right. right. Isn't that crazy how we did an episode yeah. last week about anti-surrender and what it looks like? Right. And now all of a sudden we're doing a now anatomy start, of surrender. Now he's starting to surrender. I love it. All right, brother. I love you, man. I love how this stuff works. All right, man. Sobriety works. It's a superpower. Next week. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.